I want to welcome you to today's podcast. And in this podcast, I'll be bringing you teachings from the Word of God that will bless you and inspire your spirit. And I know for sure that your life will never be the same again when you're done listening. God bless you as you listen. This podcast is sponsored by Check It Shop. Check It Shop, the first Christian anointed clothing brand. Your one-stop shop for high quality and heavily anointed clothing and accessories that will look good on you and most importantly, terrorize the kingdom of darkness. Visit CheckItShop.com. Check it inside. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to welcome you to today's podcast where I'll be bringing you inspiring words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. Before we go on, I'd like us to pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I honor you, I adore you. Lord, we thank you for all that you've done for us and all that you continue to do. Lord, we ask that you speak to us through your word and by your spirit. And at the end, we know our lives will never be the same. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, God wants us as his children, first of all. He wants us to understand the purpose for our being. Why are we here? Hallelujah. He wants us to understand why we are here. Very important. Why are we here? What are we doing here? Hallelujah. And until you understand your purpose in life, you can never really know if you were successful or not. There are people who have been successful in the wrong things. There are people who have been successful in the wrong in the wrong things. For example, if your purpose in life was to be let's say a great worship leader you were to inspire people with your songs and lead people to the Lord. And you went, you didn't do that, but you went into the finance sector and you did well, you became very successful and stuff like that. Now that you succeeded in one area does not necessarily mean you are a success in life. It's your purpose, your destiny that determines if you were successful or not. If God said this is what you are supposed to do and you don't do that thing and you end up doing something else, you're not successful. Hallelujah. You know, there's a very popular verse of scripture that we quote a lot, but many people have not taken time to look deep into that verse of scripture. And you'll find it in the book of Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. 
It says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Unknown, unbeknownst to many people, they read this scripture like this. Train up a child in a way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. But that's not what the Bible says here. Train up a child in the way. The way he should go. Hallelujah. Which means there is a way he should go. It says train up a child in the way. The way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. So there is a particular way that that child is supposed to go. And as a parent, it's your responsibility to, to, to find out from God what is the destiny of the child. What is the way in which you should um, raise the child. And then when you find out from God and you get that information, then you raise the child that way. Hallelujah. A very clear example we can find in the book of Judges. Judges chapter 13. Now I'm going to be reading from verse 1. I want you to follow this. Okay? And the children of Israel did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of the Philistines forty years. And there was a certain man of Zorah of the family of the Danites, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bare not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive and bear a son. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, as I, just, as I was reading this verse of scripture, the Lord says to somebody, He says, men may call you barren, but you shall conceive. Hallelujah. I just heard that in my spirit right now. Men may call you barren. Situations and circumstances may call you barren. He said, but you shall conceive. Hallelujah. Now verse 4, watch this. It says, Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink not wine, nor strong drink, and eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive, and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be in Nazareth unto God, from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Did you see that? Not only did the angel let her know that she was going to conceive, now he begins to let her know that this child is no ordinary child. And this is the way you're supposed to raise this child because of what this child is going to accomplish. This child is going to begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Hallelujah. So this is how you are going to raise him. Don't drink any strong drink. Don't drink any wine while you're pregnant with him. 
And when he's born, no razor should be upon his head. This is something specific. Why? We're not told. There's instruction from God. Do you know that every child that is born into this world has such specific instructions from God? Every child. Hallelujah. Every child has such specific instructions from God about them. Many people don't know this. You know, people, there are people, they just, uh, all they care about, just bring children into this world, bring children into this world. But it's not enough to bring a child into this world. It's important for you to know the plan of God for that child. What God wants to do with that child, you must know. And raise the child according to the pattern. Hallelujah. Glory to God. According to the pattern. It's very important. Because there is a way that a child should go. Some people, because, you know, most people, once they have children, because maybe they are in a particular field or something, they raise their children to be like them. And there's nothing wrong with that if God has not given you a different instruction. There's nothing wrong with that. But if God tells you, I want this child to be raised like this. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Now, many parents, especially in Africa, they raise their children in a certain way. They want them to have, uh, they want them to become doctors or lawyers or engineers. If you're not a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, you are considered to be a failure. So most parents, especially in Africa, they do this. I don't know other places, but they will raise you from childhood. They say, you're going to be a doctor. You're going to be a doctor. No. No. The Bible says in all labor, there is profit. Whatever God has destined for the child to be, if the child is in that thing, doing that thing, he'll be successful. He will. The question many will ask is, okay, how? How do I know what this child will be? Hallelujah. But before I go on, let me read uh, the book of Luke chapter 1. Let's see another child who was talked about before he was born. The book of Luke chapter 1, and I'm reading from verse 10. Now, there was this priest called Zechariah. And it was his turn to lead the burning of the incense and prayer in the temple. Verse 10, And the whole multitude of people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, 
for thy prayer is heard. Oh, glory to God. I love this. I love this. Hallelujah. Every time I read a verse of scripture like this, I like to hear the angel tell me the same thing. Thy prayer is heard. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. So not only does the angel let him know that a child is going to be coming from his wife, the angel goes on to tell him, say, this child's name shall be called John. Hallelujah. Glory to God. His name shall be called John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. Verse 15. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. He's telling him now his purpose for the child. He shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. He shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Hallelujah. So not only does the angel tell him, listen, you're going to have a child. He goes on to tell him specific instructions, what his name should be. Many people, you know, when it comes to names, they just choose whatever name. Do you know that there's a reason? Every There's a reason. You must seek God. Don't just look for a fancy name and place upon a child. You must seek the face of God to know the name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To know the name. Said so his name should be called John. And then he goes on to tell him, listen, this child is going to be special. He's going to lead many people to the Lord. He's going to draw many to, to the Lord. And so he shouldn't drink strong wine or drink. He shouldn't drink wine or strong drink. He gives him specific instructions. Now somebody might say, well, that's because it was a special child. No. As a matter of fact, every child is special. Every child born into this world is special. Now, it may not always be spectacular like this. An angel may not appear as it happened in this case. It doesn't mean the child is not special. My, one of my favorite verses of scripture, the book of Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7. Matthew chapter 7 and verse 7 says, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Hallelujah. If you don't know the purpose for your child, you can ask. You can ask. And God will answer you. He will tell you. He will. Glory to God. You can ask him. 
He'll tell you. So this is why I gave you this child. This is what this child is supposed to do. This is how you are supposed to raise this child. He will tell you. Glory to God. He will. Hallelujah. If we go back to that scripture in the book of Judges chapter 13, you see, oh, glory to God. I'll read verse, verse 7 again. But he said unto me, okay, okay, I'll read from verse 5. I read verse 5 last. So I'll read it again, verse 5. For lo, thou shalt conceive and bear a son, and no razor shall come on his head. For the child shall be a Nazarite unto God from the womb, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hand of the Philistines. Hallelujah. Then the woman came and told her husband, saying, A man of God came unto me, and his countenance like, was like the countenance of an angel of God. Very terrible. But I asked him not whence he was, neither told me his name. But he said unto me, Behold, thou shalt conceive and bear a son. And now, and now drink no wine, nor strong drink, neither eat any unclean thing. For the child shall be a Nazarite to God from the womb to the day of his death. Hallelujah. So the wife now, she was alone when this happened. So she goes to her husband and says, Honey, hey, guess what happened? A man showed up. And this man, there was a light shining like a strange presence, like, it was like an angel. And he told me, I'm going to get pregnant and I'm going to give birth to a son and this is what's going to happen in that. Verse 8, Then Manoah entreated the Lord and said, O Lord, let the man of God which thou didst send come again unto us and teach us what we shall do unto this child that shall be born. Oh, did you see that? He said, Lord, please send the angel again. Let him come and teach us what we shall do unto the child. How many people pray Manuel's prayer? How many people bother about asking God to teach them about the children that they have? How they should raise them? How many people? Praise God. Many people don't even know that they have a responsibility in raising their children. And they just allow the children to go with a trend. Whatever is happening in the society, they just allow the children to follow. No. You have a responsibility. He prayed and said, Lord, please send the angel again. Send that servant of yours again to give us specific instructions on how we should raise this child. And God was pleased with that prayer. Verse 9. And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah. God liked that prayer. 
How many times as a parent have you taken time to pray and say, oh God, show me how I'm supposed to raise this child, what I'm supposed to do? You know, sometimes God may not show you the whole picture. He may not tell you everything. Sometimes it might just be one word, just one short sentence. This I want you to do. And as you obey and you keep doing that, he will give you more and more instructions about the child. He'll give you more and more instructions about the child. The Bible says, And God hearkened to the voice of Manoah. And the angel of God came again unto the woman as she sat in the field. But her husband was not with her. The angel came again. And the woman made haste and ran and showed her husband and said unto him, Behold, the man hath appeared unto me that came unto me the other day. And Manoah arose and went after his wife and came to the man and said unto him, Art thou the man that speakest unto the woman? And he said, I am. And Manoah said, Now let thy words come to pass. How shall we order the child? How shall we do unto him? What a man. What a man. Truly, there are some people that don't deserve children because they just bring the children into this world. They don't care how they would raise the child, what exactly they're supposed to do. Do you know that because of some children, there are certain children that you can give birth to and God will say, because of this child, leave this place where you are and go to another place. Just because of a child. Because of a child, God will say, leave this place and go to another place. He can. God can change your destination, your location, just because of a child. Many people don't know this. You know, they're living their lives normal. Most people, they, um, they live based on where they get a job. Because I have a job in such and so place, then I must live here. No. There are many other reasons for which God can tell you to leave a place and go somewhere else. Hallelujah. And I'm going to show you. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. The book of Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. Okay. And I'm reading from verse 13. Now this was after Jesus was born and the wise men from the east came and presented their gifts. And you know, Herod had told them to come back to show him where the child was because he planned to kill the child. And then the men went through another route and didn't go back to Herod. Now verse 13 says, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and flee into Egypt. 
and there be thou, and be thou there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Verse 14. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt. You see that? God can change your location just because of a child. Hallelujah. Remember, Joseph was not the target. Neither was Mary the target. It was the baby Jesus that was the target. But just because of that one child, God said, listen, Joseph, get up. Take Mary. Take the baby. Flee to Egypt and stay there for a time. So because of a child, God can change your location. He can. There are some of you, your children are in a particular school, in a particular city. Because of how great that child is going to be, because of the plans of God for that child, Satan sends agents in the school and then they begin to afflict the child and the child begins to behave in a certain way and all that stuff. Can you hear the voice of God telling you, get up and leave that place. Get up and leave. Sometimes all you need is a change of location. Praise God. Yes, we pray for our children and we anoint them and all. But it's also important to understand where does God want you to be? Hallelujah. Where does God want you to be? Especially because of that child. Hallelujah. There are three things that I've said it before. Three P's. That will determine your success. Number one. Your purpose, your position, your possession. It's important to know the plan of God for your life, your purpose. Number two, it's important to know what God has given to you, what God has made available to you, your possession. Number three, it's important to know where God wants you to be, your position. Hallelujah. Your position. If Joseph, for example, didn't go to Egypt, he would never have become a prime minister. Hallelujah. So sometimes for that child to be fulfilled and to become what God has destined for him to be, a change of location is important. Some of you, your children, early teens, they get involved with bad friends and stuff. The place is dangerous. Get up and leave. Go somewhere else. Leave that whole place before your child gets killed. Praise God. So it's important to ask God. Remember, Manuel prayed and said, send your servant again to tell us what we must do to the child Teach us how to raise this child. It's important to pray. 
and ask God to teach you how to raise the child. And if you are sincere, God will teach you. He will tell you how to raise the child. Just the way he answered the prayer of Manoah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Now, don't be in a hurry to make decisions, especially the most important decisions of your life. Don't be in a hurry to make such decisions. Hallelujah. If you have to move, if God is telling you to move, ask for sign. Ask him again and again. Ask him, where do you want me to go? Be patient to get the sign. Be sure. Don't just get up and move because you heard something somehow. No. God will give you time to confirm if you're not sure. Because there are certain things you can't afford to make mistakes in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I believe that in this season, God is doing something amazing for the children. Even if you don't have children, these words that are being spoken right now, your children in your loins that are inside of you, they are receiving this word and they will not go astray. The Bible says that when Abraham paid tithe, that it was Levi inside his loins that actually paid the tithe. Hallelujah. So even if you're going to have children in the future, these words are going to them as they are inside you already. Hallelujah. Glory to God. A special word from God. He's saying your children are blessed and your children will not walk in error. The eyes of God are upon your children. He says your seed will abide forever. Talking about your children. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. We worship you. We honor you. We adore you. We thank you for your word that you brought to us. Let us understand that you have purpose for every child that comes into this world. And as we seek your face and ask you, you will give us specific instructions and directions on your plans for the children. And Lord God Almighty, it is you that works in us, both to will and to do of your good pleasure. You will help us to raise the children you've blessed us with, to fulfill their destiny. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm sure you've learned something today. God indeed has great plans for every child. And it's your responsibility to ask him and know the plan for the child and raise the child accordingly. Praise God. God bless you. And I'll be coming to you with more inspiring words and teachings that will inform you and transform your life forever. But until I come to you again, keep living in the atmosphere of God's word, God's worship, and God's miracles. God bless you. Bye-bye. Join the man of God, Pastor Isaac Samuel II, for further deeper analysis of the Word of God and mind-blowing miracles during the Check It Church weekly services. On Sunday, we've got the Super Sunday service starting at 10 a.m. CST. Wednesday is a midweek Bible study at 6 p.m. CST. Then Friday is a prayer meeting also starting at 6 p.m. CST. We hope to see you there.